0: So mom went out to lock up the chickens, and Maggie was at the door. And mom said, "Are you going to come back when I call you?" And Maggie went, "No." And she said, "No, yeah, that's what I thought." And she let her out anyway. And now she's trying to find her. Oh. Here, out there, yelling at her. My Maggie's a talker. You should put GPSs on your cats. You could do that. There's a a thing that you can get that you just attach to the collar. Although mine doesn't wear a collar, so that would be harder. But. Oh. We're gonna have to bell her though. She keeps catching birds and mom gets really sad. Oh. Okay, let me go find my notes. Here we go. Oh good notes. <laughs> I actually took notes. I'm so bad. I
1: took notes, but it's like one sentence per chapter.
0: That's cool. Uh, uh yeah. I uh I was all day yesterday. Cool. I gotta reread, I gotta reread, I gotta reread. But yeah. I was at the tail end of the audio book I was listening to, and so I, I oh, just yeah. couldn't bring myself to do yeah. it. Is it good? The yes. Oh. And I finished it this morning, but in the oh, or late last night. I guess I finished it last night. And then okay. in the process of getting things ready for today, I started a podcast that I was listening to. That usually is an hour. That turned out to be two and a half hours. So <laughs> I I'm about thirty minutes shy of reading everything that I was supposed to read tonight because I spent too much time listening to other things. But I oh, have okay. read it in the past, so we should what be chapters? good. Okay, All yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh We're, we're doing, doing the whole thing.
1: Everything. Okay, that's no, that's fine.
0: Because it's only about an hour. Of what I
1: thought you were going to do I just didn't realize I, I have... Yeah, it's, it's nine chapters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was looking to see... Let's see. It says Mooney's Pick. Where's the one that says Mooney's Pick? There it is. So it's almost two hours. Um, oh, that's... But you haven't saved that. Yeah. Mooney Pick. <laughs>
1: I was oh, oh that, that's the one you were listening to. Okay. Yeah,
0: I was listening to, I listened to it on audio.
1: I thought that was like our schedule for tonight.
0: No. So I, there's a lot of them here I could be deleting. Let's see, I can get rid of Dudley. Yeah. And. I can get rid of Dudley. Poor Dudley. Several ferns and a Luna and a Moody. Hmm. I don't know what the Moody one is. Maybe I better, oh, I bet that's the, that was the, that's the, that's the Moody one. Yeah, we can get rid of that one too. Yeah. Um, something called Quidditch. Uh, that was that six. That's the new Fern one. Look, I can clean all this stuff out. Oh, was that the one oh, i like, the like two weeks ago? No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I downloaded the Ron podcast to listen to, but I haven't missed it
0: ah. yet. Ah. It was a fun one. It was, it was. Was that the one we forgot to remember? That's. <laughs> well, that's the one that when I. There are so many of them. I you know. Skype wasn't working. So when I went out of Skype to get it fixed, and came back in. It told me it was recording, but it wasn't hijacking. So I recorded it. Uh, I okay. just didn't record it in anything that would actually make sound. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oops. Are we recording now? Yes, we are. So apparently it's supposed to, according to Ryan's little post, weather post
1: on Facebook, snow 8 to 14 inches on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so... Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because every time... Every freaking time it's snowed over the last, like, two semesters, it snows the day before a day I don't have class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so You're it never, it never impacts me. Well, no, I, I, it's, it's not that I have to go to class, it's that they you will don't can get a out of LA. And I, right. And so supposedly, you know, I, I don't know how long it's gonna snow for, but, you know, it might even start while I'm in school on Thursday. Oh. And mm-hmm. potentially go through Friday. Or, or if it's eight to fourteen inches, they're not going to get it all cleared. Like we're yeah. just going to be stuck, <laughs> which would be fantastic because I really would like a break. I've got so much to do. We had freezing rain oh. this afternoon. Cool. oh, that's cool. not yeah. fun. So mm-hmm. I was coming home. I was, you know, walking on the grass wherever possible, and just sort of sliding my feet across the pavement.
0: Mm-hmm. I had freezing rain on Friday last week, and the steps, my steps were slick and frozen. The grass was frozen, and so when I got to the pavement, I was like, "Ooh, I have to be really careful." But it wasn't bad at all. But it took oh, yeah. me—I went. It was a two-hour delay, so I called work and said I was coming in late because I can do that on a, a delay thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I went out to warm up the car because, like an idiot, I didn't put the suv in the garage i left my truck in the garage and left the suv out and then decided if mm. it was icy i should take this, the suv i yeah. couldn't get into it it the freezing rain what? had covered it completely in a shell of ice and i couldn't get into it to turn it on to warm it up to, oh no. to melt everything off of it so i had to go and get a bottle of lukewarm water oh. to pour over the door to get it melted enough to actually get it open Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad I take the bus. (laughs) Yeah. So our big thing was Super Bowl Sunday was supposed to get anywhere between 2 and 12 inches. And they were saying. Real specific. Yeah, yeah, I know. They were saying our area was probably going to get 8 to 12 inches.
1: And how much did you actually
0: get? Three. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, decent, you know? <laughs> but I I watched a car this morning. I went to work and a car passed me and it probably had eight inches on top of it. So oh, several that's not illegal in Oregon. what was that, Money? It that's not
1: illegal in Oregon. In in Minnesota and probably Massachusetts, it is illegal to have snow on your roof like that of a car.
0: Oh no. Because we don't get snow in Oregon. We don't know what to do with this stuff. I don't
1: know if it's actually illegal here, but certainly people do it anyway. <laughs> it's illegal mostly Because they don't want it blowing and, you know, making it so other people can't see is basically what it is. Yeah,
0: it's a safety hazard. I had a a post of a lady. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go I I had a post of a lady that had the snow on top that had the freezing rain on top of it, and it it flew off, and it went on its side and actually went through her windshield and missed her face by inches. Oh, my god. So Case I in point to you too, did That's try just people me. trying to drive behind you. Yeah, I did try to get most of it off the SUV. I couldn't get it all off, but I brushed it much I off with the broom.: Yeah
1: Your service is appreciated.:
0: Thank you, yeah,
1: but see, so when I was home uh, a few days before I l- we left, it it was cold enough that you know stuff turned to ice, and so the very top like I don't know, inch probably of, of the snow was just complete ice. And I'm light enough, apparently, that I can walk on oh, that's it. that's so much fun. And nothing happens. That's so, so much fun. And so, you know, Dad's just amused because he's just sinking right through it. And I'm just trying my hardest. I'm, like, jumping up and down and, like, you know, I'm <laughs> trying to get the ice. I it won't. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just like, I've never seen this before. It was like wearing snowshoes. It was just like, la, 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 la. You're walking remember, on the water. You know, I got stuck. Because other people had gone through the ice and their feet just went right through. So it came up to basically with my knees. And so he had to haul me out once or twice. Um, but it was pretty fun. Except then you can't play with that kind of snow. You can't, like, mm-hmm. you'd have to, like, yeah. break it and, like, dig under it or something, which is totally not, not worth it. No. You, you can, like, break off chunks of the ice and then, well, you can't really do anything with them, though. Well, you can chuck that You could people, like, throw them really at cars nice. and, that, and, and cause a traffic oh, accident. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't. You could arrest it. You probably would. Well, that'd be a story to tell. So, guys, I was throwing ice at cars. And I mean, people do throw snowballs at cars, which they shouldn't do either, but
0: you you know, know huge chunks t- of ice, t- ice would be worse. No. Yeah, no, we don't throw snowballs at cars. That's bad. Oh. It yeah. is bad. And as something that we like to do, which. I shouldn't say like so much, but uh, <laughs> on podcasts, when these things happen, we need to uh, take a moment and say rest in peace, Richard Hatch, Apollo. I grew up with him as Apollo on Battlestar Galactica back when it was the old Apollo that nobody remembers but me. Yeah, right you should know better than to ask. What is it? I was just thinking. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of
1: just figure some way to knock out the scanners in her control center.
0: All you have to do is uh, fire vipers through a hundred fighters, land on the base there, find a control center, blow it up, and take uh, off again. You're right. Of course, right. Apollo. And no. no, we
1: could do it if we use
0: Baltar's Cylon fighter. And so I'm very sad that, that he has passed away today, and we'll have to put in a little clip or two. So This is getting about as bad as last year. I know. They're just getting old. You
1: have to get interested in some younger mm. students. <laughs>
0: yeah. It just means that I'm old. It's a very bad thing. That was our... I that came home to that home. one. Yeah. We don't want to talk about uh, the other things that are going on right now. No, we don't. It me cry. Especially as a teacher. Yeah, I know.
1: I've got a few teacher friends, and they're just like, uh, I, I can't even... I don't even know what to do about this stuff. I mean, I mean, I know you- You don't, don't have to worry business, about it, you're Canada! not worry about you! <laughs> oh, thank you. And, and we're- Haven't you heard the thing about Canada and the US is like a mouse trying to share a bed with an elephant? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, like a mouse that. trying to share a bed with an elephant. It's like no matter how good tempered the elephant is, the mouse is, you know, in danger of being squished, you'll notice every time the elephant, like, moves a little bit. And if the elephant is throwing a tantrum, it's very dangerous. That's very true. <laughs> and and uh... This is an actual political metaf- metaphor from a respected past prime oh minister. <laughs> hey and you've never heard it before because you've got big elephant ears and we have a tiny little mouse voice. Well, some of us are elephants. Some of us are doggies. And... <laughs> well,
0: it's... Just what the rest of us are. Well, well. Luckily, we're not mice underneath the feet of the elephant. Although most elephants are afraid of mice.
1: Yeah, so? that that doesn't seem to have this... worked
0: a metaphor. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, and I think that MythBusters, which I actually never watch, uh, did prove that to be true. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think that I remember that correctly. I Like I said, I never watched it, but I've, you know, been on home visits or visiting friends that have watched different things, and I think I saw that. You know,
1: humans are also afraid of mice sometimes, so maybe this is, like, a large mammal thing. And, there you go. And, um, I don't know why.
0: Well, I it's more it, rats. Is it like a startle thing? For me, than mice. Yeah, that just... <laughs> Mm. That's how I am with snakes. Snakes, I don't mind at all. It's a startle thing. If I'm walking along and it's at my feet, I'm going to scream because it's at my feet. But if you had me a snake, I have no problem handling it.
1: Yeah. Mice Although I will never touch a rat. Hand snake.
0: Don't give me
1: rats or mice. Well, mice maybe. No, rats.
0: Now, rats make really good pets. I've told this story about my doctor and, and their pet rat where the little girl wanted it. Gerbil or a guinea pig, and mom said, "Are you sure you don't want a rat? I can bring you home one from the lab. We'll save its life." And she's like, "No, I don't want a rat. I want a guinea pig." And she said, "All right, go with your dad to the store." And what do they come home with? A rat. So then like
1: we could have got you one
0: for free. <laughs> so then mom goes out jogging and comes home and says, "Where's the rat?" And she's like, "In the shower with daddy." So every morning the rat would crawl into the shower and take a shower with them because it, it liked to have showers. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
0: that would freak me out. It, it's a startle thing again. I don't mind them. I handle them a lot. Usually they're dead when I handle them because I set mouse traps. But, um, you know, I don't. And, and there's, there's always this story of turning the compost and disturbing a mouse nest and they all got away except one. One of them got squished and I, I picked him up in my little gloved hand and I gave him CPR. <laughs> and I, I, kept, oh my God. <laughs> I, I kept it alive for an hour, which was just torturing it. I didn't realize, but I was trying to, to save its little life and all I did was, was prolong its suffering for an hour while I gave it mouth to mouth and CPR. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. I have missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what did somebody, somebody at work told me today that I was, why did she call me? I don't know, I can't remember, and I said, yeah, that's me, I'm always the one causing trouble. And, what, you know. by, like, saving money? Well, you know, just doing these crazy things. She okay. was just like, you you know, you, you always have something going on, and it's always amazing. Because we were talking okay. about something, and she said, that's from Harry Potter, isn't it? I don't know anything about Harry Potter, but what I do know, it comes from you. And then... uh <laughs> We're, so then I was talking to her about, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and she's just like, you have the most interesting life. And I said, I'm a nerd. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I haven't explained much of Pokemon to them. <laughs> she, oh, would, she would just, she, you know, she's our me- mental health consultant. I don't need to give her too much <laughs> oh, information. <ammunition. laughs>
1: I, I had a dream the other life. day. Mm-hmm. then I got fangirled by one of my colleagues at school. <laughs> and I woke up and just went, Dear God,
0: God, don't ever let that happen.
1: I don't need that.
0: Aw, it's fun to get fangirled. Yeah, uh-huh. I guess. I don't know. It's fun to run into people that know about the podcast. The fangirling stuff is kind of weird, but... It is exciting to, you know, run into somebody that knows about the pot, or I've heard of you, or, you know, that kind of stuff. That's kind of exciting and fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, my writing professor mentioned, um, you remember that picture that went around after Order of the Phoenix came out of Joe's, um, template of OP and like a little hand-drawn plot mm-hmm. map thing. He mentioned that he was like, some people are like Joe Rowling and they plot all this out and say, so, I'm just sitting there going, I'm not going to, see- Say anything, because I'll start talking and talking and talking.
0: <laughs> I won't shut up. I know her. Oh, yeah. Well, somebody posted, uh, there was a tweet, um, and it basically was a picture of Joe Rowling. He, he sent it to her, or he tagged her in it, and it was basically a picture of Joe, and it said, someday when I'm middle-aged, the news is going to come out that J.K. Rowling died. And I'm going to, and I guess it must have been a woman because it sounded like it was, it, it was about a woman. But anyhow, I'm going to start crying and no one in my family will understand why I'm crying and clutching a book called Harry Potter. And, well, and there was a whole, and she wrote back and said, if you're going to do this kind of stuff, please don't tag me in it. I don't want to know. And also, why are you not telling your family? Well, and then a whole bunch of people tweeted back and went, If you're that much of a fan, you're going to raise your kids on Harry Potter. They're going to know why you're upset. Yeah. (laughs) You know? They'll know. Even if they don't necessarily like it, they'll know. Yeah. So, yeah. Whoever wrote that got a lot of flack even from Joe. (laughs) It was like, can we not discuss my death today? Thank you. Not to her face. Yeah, you don't tag Joe in those things. Although now he can say, or she, whoever it was, can say, Joe tweeted to me. <laughs> yeah, to yell at me. I mean, yeah,
1: great. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's like the the lady who leaked her identity as Robert Galbraith, and Ryan was like, I'm sorry, I wonder what it's like
0: to as Robert Galbraith, the the uh, or what's his name who writes the Cormoran Strike books, Cormoran Strike books, yeah. Because she writes the corporate okay. strike books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and Ryan was like, "I wonder how it must feel to know that J.K. Rowling is mad at you when you go to sleep at night."
0: <laughs> I wonder what Joe mad at me. How fan you are? I
1: guess no,
0: because cause she's sharp-witted enough, and she, you know, we already know she puts people she doesn't like in the books and kills them off. That would be bad. Yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> oh, I better be nice. You're not dated, I promise. Oh,
1: good. Unless you want to
0: be, but you're not going to die. Okay. Well, shall we start this thing? I suppose. And uh, I'm going to let you introduce it since it's your pick. All right. Dawn. And I'm going to channel Ryan. Don't. Oh, great. Do you have the, the fic up and everything, <laughs> or do you need a link? Are you all set? No, I I, I have the fic. Okay. Go for it. Okay. There's something weird going on. I'm
1: we need search and rescue for Skype. Well, I mean, come on. We've got two Hufflepuffs here. You could just go find them.
0: Hey. You've got three now. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. I? You almost have ruined Charlie to tell for me there. <laughs> I told Alex, you are not welcome in my bed with squirrel breath. Who dares enter my chicken <laughs> oh, this into
1: my chambers. <laughs> Save yeah. that for something. It totally
0: needs to be cute. <laughs> you know yeah.
1: what? I think she just replaced Scott.
0: <laughs> Sex and snorkels. Awkward. Yeah, Google is always food. useful. Okay, yes. Google. I, have, came I was having fun. Out with us. fun. Well, that's oh, always good too. We're not fun anymore. You're a
1: different kind of fun. You don't want it to be the same kind of fun. I was say,
0: me. I don't want to know what kind of fun <laughs> you were having. And that's all we're going to say about that because... Because <laughs> we don't want to know what you were doing. Thanks. Now you're just making it seem even worse. <laughs> you are evil. He's just trying to separate church and state, it's all. Doing the Ryan thing.
1: Oh... Want to hear my stupid story?
0: Yes. (laughs) I know you did something because you sent me a message and was like, Do I have a story for you? And I'm like, Oh no. I'm sorry, I just broke a lot of memories and I'm thinking, Oh shit, me and (laughs) my (laughs) oversharing. You do like to do that. She flews the headmaster's office, and Albus says, good evening, Minerva, is there a problem? Albus, I have an unconscious dead Eater tied up in my office. Now, Minerva, I'm sure Severus was just... (laughs) 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 Because we were slightly off topic. Oh topic, us? Never. Never. No, what? not at all.
1: How dare you, Sue? How I dare know, you? I know.
0: We're in depth when we're not on top.
1: Lockhart leaves before Harry and Ron can come out of the closet. Gave you some big, brass balls.
0: Well, you know, we have to have balls. That's what we do. I thought I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Bloody buggering hell.
1: Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Bloody Merlin's galloping garbage. I hate being responsible. All right, and welcome back to Potter Fit Weekly, the flagship podcast of our Puffa family of podcasts. Uh, tonight we are c- covering Serpent in the Mirror by, and the Mirror by,
0: oh goodness, anybody speak French? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Scott, you're in trouble. I'm Paul. There we go. Okay. So we do have be, like, a Canadian with us. We're just, good.
1: Just, 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 the, uh, just the English, like Bobat. Okay. Okay. By uh, by Uh About so basically it's an AU where it's a psychoanalysis of Harry Potter's story, okay. and it is a pretty unique story. So I thought we should cover it. And her Twilight Fig is the only thing of Twilight that I have ever read. So okay. Before you go any further, who are you? I was gonna get to that, but then okay. I started talking. Uh, <laughs> I guess I get to go first today, so I'm
0: Mooney. I'm Sue, and I'm Dawn. Dawn is guest hosting with us today.
1: Hey, all the way
0: Yay. from Canada! All the way from Canada. Uh, well, our resident Canadian uh, I'm, is spam Sue is. Say that uh, again. I am closer
1: to Mooney than Sue is. Wow. Huh? Okay. I suppose you are. We're in the same time zone. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. Yeah. So you guys are like he three hours like an ahead. Hour flight to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Whereas Oregon is all the way over there.
0: Yeah, I'm a yeah. ways away. Is Scott closer to you, Sue, than He is. He's moved a little yeah. closer Us? than me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I can never, never remember. remember. So and he and Kat both broke the news today that they have both got tickets to LeakyCon in I Ireland. Know. I saw that. I am so jealous. I, I, one day I'm going to go to a con, but I can never go because I have school. I may be going in two weeks we'll to a con, not a Harry Potter con, but uh, I, I, have, I have. But I could possibly meet Neville Longbottom there because he's it's going to oh be his God. first his first con. He's coming, and it's going to really? be Portland. Yeah,
1: that's his first. Oh. Con. That's what they.
0: That's what they're saying. At least his first Wizard uh, Wizard World con. Okay. Um, hmm. But it's like
1: he's done appearances.
0: Yeah, it's like sixty dollars to get your picture taken with him, and I think it's about that much to get an autograph. So, uh, you know, when Scott and I did it, you won't do that. We shared. No, because I'm saving money to go to Harry Potter World in two in next month. So the one in Florida? No, the one in California. Uh Yeah, so it's sixty dollars just to go to the con. I would not go. But I have friends that have not been before that want to go, and so they want me to go with them. And, you know, John Berriman's going to be there again. And... I want to go to a car. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down. We're going to go on Saturday, yeah. I think. I know. Uh,
1: so, but anyhow. See, we're... my schedule this semester is just not conducive to doing stuff like this. It's very irritating. Yeah. Was it all, like, Friday afternoon and Monday morning? No,
0: I only get Tuesdays off.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah.
0: no, that's not conducive to anything. That's not good for anything. No. No. But, yeah. We're way off course. Okay, so we're starting with uh, the case files. From the case files of Dr. Dumbledore. And this is set up really interestingly. um, Each chapter is basically a book or a year, depending on how you want to look at it. And we have the case of Harry P., week one. They never say Potter. They always just use the last initial. Confidentiality. Yes.
1: To be. Called. Well, you would think if it was confidentiality, they'd use initials completely. But I suppose Harry is a common enough name that. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's his own private files.
0: Uh, yeah, I probably. suppose. It's however. Or you Harry, wanna...
1: Harry is a pseudonym.
0: Mm. Mm. Could you could know. be. Mm. As I was going through this, and and they're you know talking about how. um how Harry has this vivid imagination and he's all made all of this stuff up in his head and how, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, that's an awful lot to put on this kid. And then I went, well, Joe did it. So maybe (laughs) it's not so much. Uh, Maybe I should just give him a break here. So I will say that I did not like it the first time I read it. I'm liking it a little better this time. Mm -hmm. Okay, but because oh, it was something that I knew that Mooney really liked, I went ahead and put it on the schedule because we like to uh, accommodate and let the hosts or guest host, in that case, uh, do some picks. And since I'm the one that always seems to be picking things, because most people won't give me picks, <laughs> it was nice to have someone else to pick something. So I, I went yeah.
1: ahead. Okay. It's I, get, I get what you're saying, Sue, so about, you know, it being too much,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to to have somebody sort of think this up themselves and have themselves go through it is a little bit different from, like, having, you know, Joe writing about mm-hmm. Harry going through all right. of this stuff. Like, I, 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 can,
0: I can see that, yeah.
1: For him to think it up all himself, you'd have to have as much of an imagination as Joe did to think it up, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And and in this case, he breaks the number one rule of, you know, writing a story and putting yourself into it and basically making yourself a Mary Sue. Because if we're reading it not about him as... How do I say this? So for Joe to have written Harry the way that Joe wrote Harry, he's not really a Mary Sue because... It's you know about him, but if he's putting himself in, he does all these great and wonderful things. So then that makes him a Mary Sue in my mind. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, you mean Harry as that? Okay. But you know, Mary
1: Sue—that that's like that's art criticism. But this is his delusion. That's true.
0: Yes, it it depends on how you're looking at it. So we have uh, a new patient. He's 17. He has vivid hallucinations and paranoia. It was a gradual onset of symptoms since the age of 11. His parents, Lily and James P., uh, are very concerned about him. He's perfectly ordinary in every way, except for his striking green eyes and unusual jagged scar. And uh, Dr. Dumbledore's first impression is that he's rather sweet, but terribly troubled. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like a Sounds Harry, like Kenan, Harry.
0: To a To He's very, very intelligent, really re- well-read. He knows lots and lots of languages, which comes into play through all of this because it is yes, his good. Good. knowledge that pulls the characters and things together, which we'll kind of see as we go through this. And supplies the symbolism. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Or what, what he thinks is the symbolism, what mm-hmm.
0: Dumbledore thinks. Is the symbolism. Right. We don't know at this point, you know, if what Dumbledore thinks is correct or not, but we'll find out by the end. And we are going to do... It's ten chapters, but the tenth chapter is just a thank you, so it's really nine chapters. We will do all nine chapters tonight. Um, So Dumbledore is uh interested in this, you know, in his experience, uh, this kind of mental escape into a fantasy world is caused by a deeply traumatic event, and... Mm-hmm it's something that the parents aren't willing to deal with or talk about. So already Dumbledore is starting at a disadvantage because he doesn't quite know what's going on. And also the parents are hiding something Mm -hmm. and he doesn't quite know that yet, but he's going to figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, And I think it's interesting that I think this is the first time I've ever seen Harry
1: and Dudley as true siblings mm -hmm. that, that, you know, weren't adopted. So, of course, that changes the dynamic and comes into play later a little bit. Um, right. But I wonder, you know, how if there's a Petunia and Vernon equivalent in the, you know, in in the real life of this story, and if how they would play into that, that would be interesting to find out too.
0: hmm Yeah. So Dumbledore really? always has. Go ahead, Don. Well, you... just in this story, I.
1: Well, what Dumbledore thinks is that Petunia and Vernian are Lily and Jane in this story. Mm-hmm. Well, right. But I mean, like, if there's, like, an actual, like, if this story Lily has, like, a muggle, well. It has a sister. You know, another sister. Yeah, that's sort mm-hmm. of how. She probably has, like, two brothers who play football. Of course, that's something that's just obviously not Petunia.
0: Yeah. So Dumbledore always has the family come in, so he can kind of get to know the patient and the family all together. We find out that he does have a brother named Dudley, who is six. So there's quite an age difference there. Um, mm-hmm. oh. And if oh, I'm doing... He was born when Harry was 11. Yeah, I was just doing yeah. that math myself. Yes. I'm like, yeah. and yeah. if I'm yeah. doing the math right, which, you know, with me is never a guarantee, <laughs> I'm more apt to do Joe math than anything. Uh, yeah, so he was born when Harry was 11. So that could be a traumatic event right there, you
1: know? When he started Yeah, since
0: the age early at eleven. Okay. Yeah. He starts yeah. having all of this starting at the age of eleven. So okay. that's part of it. He um Dumbledore notices that Harry is desperately jealous of his little brother, who's of course a gorgeous child and who was shy at the beginning but did warm up enough to Dumbledore to make sure that Dumbledore's beard was real because he once pulled on it's Santa's so beard, and it came off, and that was pretty doggone traumatic. Poor Dudley should be in there having therapy right now after all of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, we and then we just kind of start the story, and, and this is basically just a synopsis of book one. Uh, Harry believes his parents are dead, killed by an evil wizard. He refers to as Voldemort. He's living with an abusive family called the Dursleys who keep him in a closet. And, you know, Dumbledore's like, this is very intriguing because he believes that, you know, on some level that Lily and James are dead. But then he is Petunia is named after a flower, too. So she's probably Mm -hmm. um, part of Lily. And, you know, they neglect him and and dote on their monstrous real son, Dudley. And then we have uh, hallucinations about Hogwarts, which is where he goes after meeting up with a giant named Hagrid. Would Harry have been too old at that
1: point to be that jealous of a younger sibling or not versed well enough in child psychology um, to understand?
0: It's really sections? hard when you are an only child. And you've had your parents undivided attention for 11 years. And then all of a sudden there's this perfect little baby that's taking all their attention. It it would be my, I don't remember being jealous of my baby brother. He was, he's 10 years younger than I am until mm. he was older. Mm. Um And then, you know, it's that whole, I was the oldest child, so they were hardest on me. And by the time the youngest came along, they didn't care what he did kind of a thing. Yeah. So, you know, I can, I, I see that portion of it, but I don't remember being really jealous of him. Of course, there's a little bit of difference because my baby brother is also a half brother. So born wow. by a different mom. So that, that, but I, I think that it's a possibility that children that have their parents for that long would have a harder time.
1: And also, by the time, you know, you've gone that long as an only child, you might really be thinking that you won't ever have any siblings. Mm-hmm. Like in, in that's true. In a realistic way that that's a real possibility. And then like, at least when you're three and four and five, all your friends are getting younger siblings.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you want one, you know. I still want one. <laughs> 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 so we we go through and and we learn a lot of different symbols for different things. So we've got Hagrid.
1: And he thinks that Hermione is Harry's, like, feminine and intellectual side. Mm -hmm. Whereas Ron is not part of Harry.
0: He's just someone else. Yeah. Somebody (laughs) named Sean, I think. How random can you be? Mm -hmm. He's got the unpleasant Professor Snape and the transfiguration Professor McGonagall, which, of course, is Dr. Dumbledore's secretary or receptionist. Um, Draco. I Alpha. love that they come into play. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder how. I mean, because they were
1: obviously weren't there, right? Before, so how did how did they not have transfiguration? How, yeah. how
0: does this work? So there there is kind of a thing there because Harry's been living in this fantasy world for six years, and now he's telling Dumbledore about his fantasy world. But he's already incorporated Dumbledore and the secretary in that fantasy world. Who he'd not met before, so yeah, were they just not there and now they are? Were there, did he just Probably. change the names of people? Yeah, I, I think he must have just changed the names. That makes sense. Cause otherwise this whole thing
1: would fall apart. Clark. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the first time I read this, I was wondering if it was somehow Dumbledore who was hallucinating or confused. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, especially uh, because, because McGonagall's there. Right. And later in the story, she like yeah. she's interested in Quidditch. She's helping him plan strategy with Quidditch. I'm, which one's real? Yeah. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: It's like that J- Jason Isaacs show. Yes. Is
0: Awake. The- yes. I need to see that. It's good. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I don't know the show. Jason Isaacs had a show where he and his wife and son were coming home from dinner and in this horrendous car crash. And he wakes up. And in one reality, his wife died and he still has his son. And in another reality, his wife is alive, but his son is dead. And he goes back Aww. and forth and he sees a therapist in each reality and the ther- is a therapist. No, it's a different therapist in each reality. They each think that the other reality isn't. Real, exactly. and they're trying to convince him that their reality is real, and the other reality isn't. And he really doesn't want to give up both either reality because oh. at this point he has yeah. both of them, even though he has to deal with their grief of having lost each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember correctly the ending was weird and vague, and I can't remember how it ends. It wasn't
1: supposed like to. I don't think it got something. canceled. Yeah, it was only like ten episodes long and it was supposed to be longer and then it got cancelled, so it technically wasn't an ending. Yeah, it was weird.
0: They they did end it in a way, but it was oh, they did. It was okay. kind of left up to your imagination on which one was real, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's been a while. Okay. But it was good and JC and Jason Isaacs was really good in it. It was yeah. kinda of weird to get used to them having short brown hair instead of long blonde hair. Yeah, uh, I'm just picturing the mouth voice here. Yeah, no, it was, so that part was kind of weird too, because you're like, But, yeah, it was, it was interesting. And they, you know, they did all kinds of things, like tie a, tie something to his wrist in one reality so that if he woke up in the other reality. Wristbands or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so so that
1: if he woke up in the other reality. And he he still had
0: the wristband on, then there was something, or, you know, he, Supposedly, he wouldn't wake up in the other reality with the wristband, but it didn't work out. It was like fall off and he, you know, he'd be a, okay. He changed realities whenever he went to sleep. So, Mooney, is, is this So does that mean he never so slept? Mm. Yes, 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 it is. Yeah. Say that question again. I missed it.
1: I, sorry. It, it was, uh, um, it's a Dangerverse AU where Draco Malfoy changes universes every time he goes to
0: sleep? Yes, I remember that one as well. Okay. That is, um, we, we covered. Oh, you did cover it. That's right. That in, yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So, um, he sleeps, he falls asleep and sleeps and then he wakes up in the next reality. Oh, Oh, and he he does get a oh, night was. of sleep though. So he's not, no, it's sleep deprived. He's not. No, he's, I mean, he's probably not getting great sleep, but he's getting some sleep. But he yeah, like wakes up and the, situation. the the wristband. Well anyway. yeah. yeah, the wristband is gone, and <laughs> so he's like, okay, so this is not the real one. And then he looks down and it's fallen off while he was sleeping, and it's in his bed. So then he doesn't know, you know. Yeah. So it was,
1: it's besides yeah. you could dream up. You could dream the wristband with you.
0: Sure. Huh. Yeah.
1: It's more. Oh, if they tie the wristband on in the dream one, then you couldn't dream it into the reality
0: because it would be real. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go watch it again. That must have been the direction they were doing it in. I only have the pilot on, uh, that I ordered because it was free and then the rest we just watched on TV. I wonder if we can Netflix it. Let me know if it is because I've got
1: grandma's Netflix account. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Don't say that out loud on the computer. It'll go out for all the world and grandma will get in trouble. So, alright, I'm looking it up. You guys keep going with the fic. Okay. Should we go to chapter
1: two or is there... Mm, We're not done with Coral, because the thing about Coral, I had no idea about. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, he was named after. You know, after is. Named after Janus. Yeah, represented by know. the two-faced Coral, so aptly named after Corinus. I keep wanting to call him Corinius, but okay, Corinus. A form of the two-faced Roman god Janus. I had no idea, and I I'd don't understand the connection, but okay. Well, it, it's the two faces, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, Janus, I know. But Janus, Janus
0: had you two faces. Quirinus and
1: Janice. Like, what? Quirinus is probably the Latin form, in ja- and Janice
0: was something else. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it might be two different languages, or it might just be two different
0: names. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's kind of neat to. So, you know, he can make sense of Dumbledore, make sense of parts of the story, the characters, and events. So we have. Hagrid is the benign helper. McGonagall is the secretary. Draco the dragon is adversity. Um, the benulli- ben- benevolent. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> our, our revolt against conventionality. Yeah. Um, Snape makes no sense. He's neither good nor evil, but perhaps both good at evil. Snape thinks that, or Harry thinks Snape is out to kill him, yet it always turns out that he's saving his life. So what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And one note, the bit
1: about the scar, you know, paralleling the, you know, cause double noticing something interesting about him. You don't know what Lily and James say and sort of the the reluctance behind that for future chapters,
0: mm-hmm. but let's see. All right. So we move on to the next chapter. The next. And this is uh, week two, which is actually uh, book two. <laughs> and, he says, the reality created by Harry's psyche is progressively darker. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, really. <laughs> That's a <laughs> box. Maybe we should talk to Joe about this. So there's this, yes, hidden, we should. this hidden room, the Chamber of Secrets. He hears voices in his head whispering of murder, but nobody else can so hear it, it. It's
1: like even in his delusions.
0: I thought nobody mm-hmm. could hear anything. Yeah, nobody else what? could hear it except for Harry.
1: No, but I mean, I thought he already heard voices in his head. So he's hearing more voices? He's hearing what? the snake. But, no, and, but, like, like, but he doesn't realize that, like, Hermione and them are voices in his head. Mm-hmm. Whereas the snake, he does think, is a voice in his head.
0: Ah. Uh, yeah. So, and, uh, he has an ability to talk to snakes. Students are being petrified by this monster. He's found this diary about Tom Riddle. Um, yeah. And then All he, the stuff that happened. Yep. yep. Ah, the monster from the chamber of secrets. Now we're getting, I think, to the heart of the matter. The secret <laughs> that's in the center of Harry's hallucinations. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were trying to work with kids on on uh, alliteration. So yeah. we were, one of the kids was telling me that they were getting a a puppy and I was like, oh, a pink. Oh, and she wants it to be pink. So I said, oh, well, she you, wants it. Okay. you can pa- paint Poodles pink. I I know people that paint their poodles pink. So we can have a pink poodle puppy. Hey, that's all peas. So then we went on this ramp page and we had the pink poodle puppy pooping on the playground next to its people while they're oh, the word stitches. It was hilarious. But because we said poop, they all remembered the alliteration because they got to say poop, oh, yeah. so it worked out. Secrets of teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But oh. we have Harry's hallucinations, which triggered that for me because that is also alliterative. Mm-hmm. Yep, use a big teacher word, <laughs> which I don't usually have to use with preschoolers. No, so so the like Hermione and and the different representations are creating a mirror that allows him to look at the the monster indirectly. He's mm-hmm.
1: talking about the delusions. Our mm-hmm. away of letting him look at the secret. Look yeah. at his
0: trauma. And we find out that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's Ginny. We don't know who she is. A younger version of Lily. Lily's in here a lot. She, she's got lots he's of stuff. Doppelganger. Well, the well it's, the, it's the Enterpool complex. Mm-hmm. It's the edit- yeah, complex. He's kind of stuck on it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although that seems a little. Well, never mind. So when Lily picks up Harry.
1: Especially the you know, about it, considering which book we're talking about, it, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Say that again? Especially considering the whole Chamber of Secrets and the Basilisk and sort of the uh, phallic interpretation. Oh, yeah, yeah. It totally yeah. makes okay. sense that the ethical complex is totally coming out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And Dumbledore is trying
0: to find out about Harry's scar, because apparently mm-hmm. it's important to... Yeah. And Lily just sort of shuts down, um, goes pale, doesn't really answer. Finally says, well, he fell and hit his head on the on the fireplace when he was little. And, you know, she's being very evasive.
1: I don't like that he calls her Mrs. P. Well, I don't think he does it out loud just when he's writing it down.
0: Yeah. I imagine that he, he probably calls her Mrs. Potter. Because that would be the respectable thing to do. Or he calls her Lily. Sure. But yeah. when he's... <laughs> I'm sorry, I just got glared at by the cat. <laughs> Apparently, I'm being too loud while well, he has his... <laughs> and, you know, his when he asks about the scars, she literally drops her ke- teacup to the floor and it shatters. And then she mm-hmm. picks it up and cleans it up with her handkerchief and...
1: Am I reading too much into it that she's holding a teacup when he asks about the scar?
0: <laughs> I thought it was very uh <laughs> interesting as well. Mm, Trelawney. I'm oh. sorry. I'm,
1: uh, oh, I don't think they're, do they did. Re- they. Oh, I have to wait till the next chapter. To remember what they talk about Trelawney symbolism.
0: Mm-hmm. It's coming up.
1: Did she get mentioned in the last one, or would, has she not yet? I swear she was, but I don't remember anymore. I
0: don't think so. Okay. And Dumbledore stands there foolishly, but we have Harry out talking with McGonagall, who's a huge sports fan, and so... I love this. Totally into this Quidditch game that Harry has made up. She's trying to argue to him about the, why the snitch is illogical. Yeah. <laughs> it's too many points! It is! <laughs> it totally is. So, we, uh... Have them leaving and Dumbledore standing there with this tea sodden handkerchief in his hand, wondering what she is hiding.
1: And we move on? I thought this was going in completely different directions Okay. than what it ends up being. Um, but the author assures us there's nothing nefarious going on in, like, two chapters. That's good. Where did you think it was going? I thought, I don't know, attempted murder and all of that. I've been reading too many, like, interesting things. Who did you think was going to get murdered? No, I meant that the, the, the reason Harry has his scar was because of some,
0: like, accident or something. And I, I don't know. Like, he okay. accidentally murdered somebody or accidentally did something that caused. <laughs> Which? No, well, like, the, the, like the, the fact that he whacked his head seemed, you know, it seemed like. They'd been
1: trying to or they, they were pretending it was an accident when it really wasn't. Or I don't even know what I was thinking, but something not quite as, benign, you know, benign, so to speak, as it ended up being.
0: Okay. Okay. So we move on to week three and book three. And we have uh, him, Dumbledore, wondering if maybe James has something to hide as well. Mm-hmm. And that this, you know, there might be more to this quiet, respectful family than meets the eye.
1: And he's trying to fold all four of the marauders into being Harry's father.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was quite a feat. Yes. And the number four yeah. comes up a lot. We have uh, does. the trio plus uh, Ginny. We have the marauders plus, which no, is just three, the, the, four houses. The, the marauders, which are the three plus the traitor who, who makes up the fourth one. And then we have. The core family of Lily, James, and Harry, and then the baby Dudley is born. And then, so that kind of gives him the, okay, so we've got the three, and then there's that one little bit of an outsider kind of a thing going on.
1: And the founders and the houses, everything is four. It's like
0: Joe's arc number of seven and 13, but mm-hmm. this four. Yeah, well, seven, I think, fits in there in Joe's thing yeah. a little bit, too. So we have new... uh People, we have uh, Sirius Black, we've got Remus Lupin that come up. that We don't get a whole lot about Peter. He's got, so, but Dumbledore is seeing this as an uneasy relationship with his father or ambivalent mm-hmm. feelings towards his father. But the stag is the Patronus and it's the ancient Christ symbol. So it mm-hmm. can't be a symbol of evil. Can it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think to the the bit right before that where they're talking about the shadow, which I'm assuming is the Jungian concept of shadow, basically the parts of you that you suppress mm-hmm. because society says you know don't do these things. Was the way I thought it was going to go, not more like you know I thought it would be a little bit more psychological in that sense, but I like the other symbolism too.
0: Yeah, and then we so have the- what a lot of symbolism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the uh Patronus with the erotic overtones. Um, something silver <laughs> erupting <laughs> from his wand. Is this the mm-hmm. only thing where they go in that direction, or is that a common? No, thing? that's a pretty common. No, well, is it? Because I don't think I've seen it yeah. before.
1: Um, I think the wand. Uh, uh, part, yeah, yeah, the wand.
0: But I don't know that I've ever seen the Patronus coming out of the wand put together quite that way before. Okay, but. No, I just heard it analyzed
1: that way, <laughs> Phil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna to have to you find uh, Yeah, I don't know if I have that one in my my little thumb drive. Sure. I'll have to see what I can find.
1: I think the Avada Cadaver curse would like make him impotent or something.
0: Oh, I can't
1: God. see him having kids. He's impotent Harry, oh no! He he's gotta have that family. That would be horrible. Oh, I just can't see it.
0: But he's know. so emotionally
1: <laughs> challenged. He would be a. Oh, I don't no. know. He I don't has know. to finally get that family. He has to finally get that family. There has to be a payoff at the end of the I day. I don't think it's going to end Harry Potter like that. deserves to finally have a family. I yeah. think. I don't. think, I think Harry is kill it. Harry Potter off, or you've got to get family. I think, I think to, to be, be a, a good, good parent.
0: Oh god! I could think... you imagine in the canon if Joe has to write the chapter explaining that Harry's impotent too?
1: Well, I was just—I was making a joke about that.
0: <laughs> Boys I and just... girls, there's a thing called erectile dysfunction. Oh my god! Yeah, but there's also a thing called
1: putrefactus totalis. So I think he'd be fine. <laughs> it just depends on where you point the wand.
0: <laughs> oh. You made my night. <laughs> we have uh, dementors, which are uh, depression that is overwhelming Harry, and mm-hmm. you know it's hard to figure out if these characters are delusions, or are these delusional characters are merely symbolic, or if they represent actual people from his life. Um, so he decides to talk to James. And he mm-hmm. he talks to James, and he says, "You know, I'm wondering if you can tell me more about Mr. Black." And James- hold on, before we get to that, we skipped a bit about Magogal in Quenish. Okay.
1: She and uh, how does uh, this okay Okay. Um, this just. Is this the How does this end up? It's because she has drawn.
0: She has a picture. Oh of, yeah, that's a, she, she had, did a picture of the of uh, the Ronsky faint. Of the Ronsky faint. Yes, and Dumbledore has no idea who Ronsky is or why he's hell bent on his own destruction. But Harry totally understood it and was very excited. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: oh my goodness. Okay, on the James.
0: So yes, you know I don't know a serious Black, but I know a Reggie Black. Okay, tell me about Reggie. Well, Reggie was, Reggie and I grew up together, we went to school together, but he's become this somewhat famous rock star, but he always- I thought that was very strange, but- Well, it's totally Sirius Black, the rock star, right? That's out of the Quibbler. Oh, that's right. Stupid Bored up. Yes! Yeah! Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was, and- so well okay, it turns okay, out that okay, I wasn't okay.
1: Also, you know, with the motorcycle, and the leather jacket is
0: practically a rock star
1: already. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know
1: yeah, that's true.
0: So the he still comes over every night for dinner and everything, and then James finds out he's kissing Lily. And of course it's not Lily's fault. He must have, you know, forced her into it and he kicked James out and Harry was really disappointed. Uh, other, other way around. Reg- Regulus out. There we go. But Harry, Harry was disappointed because they were fast friends and and everything. And James obviously doesn't think that Lily was reciprocating. And we are left to wonder that at this point. Yes, we but... are. I, I wonder it because... Was it just
1: me or did he seem very... Possessive. Uh he's creepily possessive.
0: She Oh, yeah. okay. she is mine. Okay. She really is mine.
1: Like, okay. No, yeah. no, calm down, calm down. It's like that bit from Moulin Rouge when the Duke is all like I don't like people touching my things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well and and here we have I mean, Dumbledore comes right out and says it. It's Lily is mine. There was something about the way he said those simple words that made me think suddenly that James is a very dangerous man indeed. So, yes. And I think coming up in the next chapter or two, Dumbledore starts to wonder if uh, one of the kids is actually James's and one of the kids might be Reggie's. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I can't remember if we figured that out at the end or not, but he... Oh. Do we get a description of something? Because aren't they both black-haired? Yes, but one has curly hair like his mom, and uh. one has black hair like hair, like his dad. So, okay.
1: Wasn't James's hair curly?
0: Yeah, I didn't think Lily's hair was curly. It, I swear that in Chapter 1 it says something about he had... uh okay. I'll go look. I always picture them like Harry and James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Striking beautiful with long red hair, same intense eyes as Harry. She seemed quite distraught. The father was more composed. He looked a great deal like Harry except for eye color. The little brother, Dudley, and quite frankly, one of the most beautiful children I've ever seen. Dark haired like his father and brother, but with curly hair like his mother. Okay. So. So then Dumbledore asks about how exactly Harry got the scar. And James says, well, you know, he was a baby, he fell down when he was a baby. Lily and I both felt horrible about not being able to catch him in time. He hit his head on the corner of the sofa table as he fell. Poor little baby. And now Dumbledore's thinking to himself, I'm pretty sure Lily said fireplace. And yeah, they're not mm-hmm. keeping their stories straight. We got a problem. That's the first thing you've
1: got to do. Oh, these people are not Slytherins. No, not at all. <laughs> no. And we and no, haven't no. even met any sliver Well, we've met Draco. Except for Draco no, no, and Snape. Um, no, Harry. But but there are delusions, right? Oh, I yeah. see what you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this whole thing is Gryffindors. Well, but they're not <laughs> even Gryffindors, right? They, they're, they're, they're like no, you know, but I mean the girls. Dumbledore, the Potters. Dumbledore wasn't a Gryffindor.
0: They're figments. Sorry,
1: sorry. Is he is that canon?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It makes I, more sense as a way he does.
1: Well, that's what McGonagall was. McGonagall was a hat stall between Gryffindor and... McGonagall was rape a rape McGonagall? Well,
0: no, McGonagall, McGonagall was a hat, hat stall. Hat stall she, could have, she could have gone okay. either way. She could have yeah, gone yeah. either way. So we we move on to Harry's delusions are a labyrinth of tangled memories. What, what about memories. Dudley? Oh, what about Never mind Dudley. Dudley. Okay. Did we miss him?
1: If he were sorted, he would be in Slytherin. If he went to Hogwarts, he would be in Slytherin. Would he? He's, like, very straightforward about beating people up. Yeah, but he's not smart. You know, he doesn't really care about academics or no, no he's No, no, he's not, like, curious and wanting to know things. No, he's not. And he's not, you friendly know. He's not, like, Hufflepuff. He, no. pop He's not brave like a competitor. He always looks out for himself. You know, he's, he's using his own best interests. And he, he uses his influence to, like, get people to do what he wants. And he always I mean, has the
0: pack. He's other the people do the studio work. He doesn't, yeah. I, I
1: guess he just, he's not very
0: subtle at all. No, he's not subtle about it.
1: Well, then we'll teach him all. Probably. And then look out every... Well, not all of
0: us can be (laughs) subtle. There you go.
1: But then you can't use one characteristic to exclude people from other houses either.
0: I saw a thing the other day. I can't remember all of it, but it was basically that Helga Hufflepuff was the smartest of them all because... You have the Slytherins that are always, you know, being kind of sneaky and, and doing all this stuff. And you have the Gryffindors that are always wanting to be brave. And they're just the drama queens. And then you have the Ravenclaws that are always, you know, just smart and, you know, having to learn and study and everything. And then you've got the Hufflepuffs that are just like, hey, we're chill. Yeah. Put your feet up and <laughs> sit in front of the fire and let's just hang out. I was like, there you go, man. I like this. I'll be chill. But what the hell is a Hufflepuff right there? <laughs> just because. <laughs> or not. So we have, again, um, this basically one paragraph synopsis of the fourth book. Uh, oh, my God. The explanation, of the symbolism is just fantastic. Yeah. So we have, Alex, leave me alone.
1: Oh look, three podcasters and an intruding fourth.
0: Yes! See? <laughs> He's down on the ground with his claws trying to yank the blanket off my shoulders because it's cold in here. Oh, yeah. So again, we have number four. There we go. The fourfold father figure of the Marauders. Yeah. The four champions. Yeah. Yep. Um, four founders. Oh, and Slytherin broke away. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. In his own fa- you know, is this his own family he's thinking about? The little brother, the fourth member. We have, uh, Harry breaking himself into four pieces. So Cedric is the, uh, idolized <coughs> alter ego. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Crum, who's the seeker, but sterner and gruff, the harsher side. Victor, Vic- Victor, the, the victor of things. Yeah. And then Fleur, again, a flower. We have lots of flower Mm -hmm. imagery in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: So we know that, or they? I didn't realize before, but the author says that three of the champions were Seekers. That makes me wonder if Fleur was too. Hmm.
0: No, it would be Harry, Cedric, Cedric, and Cho.
1: No, Harry, Cedric, and Victor.
0: Yes, Harry, Cedric, and Victor are all Seekers. We That's don't true. know about Vic Fleur if she's play. I mean, I've seen fan fiction where she plays Quidditch, but I don't know that we've I, ever seen anything in canon or like in Pottermore. Three, three out of four seems like a big coincidence. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, you know, she's it's also the odd girl out. She is. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's just out in several different ways. Okay.
1: You know, I wish they would have... Joe would have portrayed her as a little bit better of a champion. Like, she seemed yeah. to get the short end of the stick completely in this. And now that I think about it, I do not approve.
0: <laughs> well, somebody had to lose.
1: Yeah, but she could have lost better.
0: That's true. And they
1: could have like split the losing between the different people.
0: Mm-hmm. Between her and Crumb. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and they, she could have lost in a way that made her look less like a ditz.
0: That's true. And yeah. then maybe we wouldn't have had so much uh, phlegm in later life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she does come out. She's like devil, you know, she's the one yeah. that's, that sticks up for bill. You, you think I won't love him anymore because he's not pretty. It's not about pretty for me. Yeah. And everybody thought that that yeah. is exactly where she was going to go with that. And she was made of sterner stuff. So it, it just, yeah. you know, build slowly. I think that they, yeah. that Joe had to make her look that way to look that weak, So that when we got to that scene,
1: Oh, you think she was planning
0: that at the beginning of book four? Oh, Joe planned everything. (laughs) That's true. That's amazing. Except for the math. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I, yeah, she, she had to have that a little bit of that week so that you would, you would firmly believe that she was going to throw Bill over in that scene and then be surprised. That was kind of her, that was her precursor to Neville, you know? We're going to watch the grow, and then she's going to surprise us, and then just wait until Neville cuts off the snake's head, man. He stands up to the Dementors on the train, or to the Death Eaters on the train, which I don't believe is canon. It's just movie, but I could be wrong. I mix a lot of things up nowadays that I've read so much stuff, I get things mixed up a lot. I don't think we talked about that in
1: the books.
0: Yeah, I don't think so.
1: It, you know, I, I don't doubt it. that they tried, but, you know, we don't see enough of the Hobbit's I mean, he stood up to the Karos. Everything just blows by.
0: Mm-hmm. We hear
1: ripples. Yeah. It should have been like alternating chapters.
0: Well, and, you know, he didn't really need to do, stand up to them on the train because the, uh, trolley witches was gonna do it. She was gonna protect those kids, that trolley oh my witch. God. <laughs> That, she didn't do a very that good job. That was not in the books. No, <laughs> no but it's in Curse Childs. She didn't do, she let <laughs> Luna get off the train. She let Luna get kidnapped by the Death come coming out. She did let the Dementors on.
1: Yeah, and she, she, let she was Luna not get a very good
0: trolley witch.
1: No, she wasn't. <laughs> Maybe they replaced her right before Curse Child.
0: <laughs> no, because she said she'd no. been doing it for years and years and years. Maybe 150 years, years or, or something. something, yeah. Yeah, she's been doing it for oh, a long time. Maybe she's secretly a mentor. Ooh, there you go. Well, she's kind of scary when she. she gets was all, terrified when she gets all crazy. So, but we we introduce Mad Eye in here, um, who is not what he seems, mm-hmm. the abandoned son who seeks revenge on his father, who isn't really Mad Eye, but is actually, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and and we have the uh avada kedavra the killing curse but Dumbledore has lots of books and knows that the formula is actually ancient Aramaic Aramaic yeah Aramaic listen Is on. that canon
1: because I'm pretty sure Joe has explained
0: N- I don't know is that real world It's this is real yes. world with this author This is real um and it's a No
1: no but I and think did Joe's that explained in history or did this author make it up. I think that no, quite a bit sure that of what
0: a, a, not, the author is in here is real. Okay. I mean I because don't know. when this Joe is the part was where
1: I would like, suing, like an author's note say, saying is this is real.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll try well, to get in touch with the author. He mm. was um suing
1: uh RDR books when they were gonna make a copy or make a uh, book of the lexicon. hmm I was actually in College at the time, sitting next to me in class was one of the women who was working for RDR Books. She was like, "Oh yeah, they're sewing us." <laughs> but anyway, the point being, um, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I want to talk to you. Um, <laughs> she was explaining the background to Evada Cadava, and the Lexicon people were like, "That's not how I thought it was." But well, let me go check. Let's go check the Harry Potter wiki because they ought to tell us um, because they know all. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty, you know, because. That dumb mm. part does indeed. Okay. Oh yeah, it is. So the Avada Cadaver is based on the Aramaic Avada Kedavra meaning let the thing be destroyed. J.K. Rowling confirmed this audience interview at the Edinburgh Book Festival on 15 April 2004, um, where she explained the spell's etymology. Um, yep. Yeah.
0: But it's basically a healing spell because what you're destroying are diseases. And sicknesses and suffering, according to this author. So um, it's interesting. This author really put a lot into coming up with the symbols and and the the different um, the symbolism. I guess is the way I should say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Definitely. it does. <laughs> it does really make you think. Okay, it it all does sort of make sense the way that it's laid out here. Mm-hmm.
1: Except. Well, it does. Some of it feels like ching, but some of it is mm-hmm. just
0: perfect. Like, like the, all the fours. Right. You yeah. Know, the the three and one. Mm hmm. Yeah. So we have Harry subconsciously hating his father, but why? What has his father done? And then we have the
1: edible complex is again. With sometimes it. enough to explain that, but yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh. You know, we also have a lot of symbolism in the Triwizard Tournament. We've got the cup itself. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Harry snatching the golden egg from the fire-breathing dragon. So, and f- females guarding eggs, or dragons guarding eggs must be female. Uh, underwater stuff, which could be the realm of death. And, yeah, we just go on and on in here. And then we have Snape. Always Snape. Always there to hurt but always seems to rescue in the end. If only I could understand what Snape stands for, I could get the bottom of this mystery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Dumbledore, just wait till chapter nine. Oh, it may <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so now we have Lily calling in, in week five and saying, I don't want Harry to come see you anymore. I don't think you're doing very good. And he talks her into it, into mm-hmm. saying, because he is getting somewhere, and but she's afraid mm-hmm. because he's asking questions of the family, and they obviously have secrets. But This
1: sounds like Petunia. Mm-hmm. It does. Like, yeah, like don't don't come prying into our business.
0: Right. And here we go again. The mentors come to number four Privet Drive. Hmm. Four again? He hmm. <laughs> <laughs> should be living next door in the three or five. Yeah, and. But here, Harry saves Dudley. So, mm-hmm. hmm, is Harry starting to, uh, his little brother starting to grow on him? And Petunia knows more than she should. Petunia knows some of the secrets of the magic world. Mm-hmm. So, and we have, uh, Harry being sit, rescued from the Dursleys by the Order of the Phoenix, which was founded by Dumbledore, the secret headquarters. And all of this, so, you know, here we go again. And then we do have uh, Regulus Black, or if we are Scott Regulus, is that how he says it, I believe? Regulus. I think so. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought that this was indicating that Reggie had kidnapped Harry and I got all worried. <laughs> I was like, oh no, poor Harry. And, and yeah, that's not what happens, but... no.
0: And then we've got the the Malfoys, the Dursleys. The Malfoys are the Dursleys, the pure blood family. I mean, was that intended in canon, do you think? I don't know. Um,
1: somewhat. I mean, because they do I... kind of seem like a reflection.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry's, both sons, Harry's rivals, Petunia, Narcissa, Lily, all three flower names. Yeah. Narcissa is a type of Lily. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. So, according to this. Um... And then, so then is Draco simply a representation of Harry's jealousy of Little Dudley? the dar- Or is it the dark side of Harry? The Harry who is sorted into Slytherin. Mm. Mm. Perhaps Draco is Harry's Slytherin potential. There you go, Mooney. Yay! <laughs> well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, then we introduce Arthur and Molly as Parental units, because Harry's mad at. I'm surprised they didn't come up early. Mm -hmm.
1: You can only get something to a session.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, And then we find the Thestrals, these dark skeletal horses that are invisible unless you've seen death. And so Harry's seeing something others can't see—a secret that others deny. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's secrets in this kid's past. And then we have Luna. Mm whose name evokes both the moon and lunacy. So does that mean that Harry's embracing his own madness? But hes it's madness of the love goods, so that means it's good. And he starts to get like, whoa, lots of stuff going on here.
1: It's like he can't pick what he he likes.
0: Mm -hmm. And then we have Dolores Umbridge, a more dreadful version of Aunt Petunia. Oh yeah. my god, I never thought about it that way.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's the opportunity who never got married.
0: Yep. Um and her name is, uh, the Latin of dolor and umbra, pain and shadow.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And she yeah. inflicts suffering and pain and martyrdom. Yeah, she's well named, but we knew that because Joe researches this kind of stuff and, mhm. Mm-hmm. And this author obviously, uh, researches a lot too. Let me. The kids start Dumbledore's army, and Harry's scar is hurting, and he dreams of things, and there's Sirius's head in the fire, which just is weird, and all of this. And then we have Neville as Harry's alter ego. How many alter egos is he up to by? I don't Wait, know, 10? there's a lot. And I know that I've mentioned this before, but uh I'll throw it out there. This is a, a work in progress, but Fernwithy is now... Um, doing a story where Neville is the chosen one and Harry is okay. his friend. And so Neville's parents are the ones that are killed. Um and Lily Lily and James are still okay. They they don't go the way of Alice and uh, uh. And Frank. But um okay. it's really interesting and she just put out chapter seven, I believe. So it's, okay. been, it's been fun. It's going slow, but she is working on it. And and so far, it's it's been really fun to read. So if you want to see Neville as Harry's alter ego, you can check that one out as well. But like I said, it is a work in progress. And as of now, it is a stalled work in progress, although she does hope to continue it. So if you do it, know that there's only about seven or eight chapters so far. And then we have... Umbridge replacing Dumbledore, and Dumbledore going, hmm, I wonder what I did to get myself in trouble here. <laughs> did, <laughs> it, it, it
1: really wanted to replace him, right? Is that how yep. it opened this chapter?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's what happened. Yeah, I know. What's a Catherine wheel. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a firework that goes in circles. Mm-hmm. And then, what? It, it's, it, um, like imagine a wagon wheel where all of the spokes are on fire, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, oh, kind of, it's kind of like one of those blooms, um, what do they call them? They they exploded this year. I've not seen them explode before. The, the blooming birthday candles? No, um, I don't know. I'm not a. I I sold fireworks as a kid, there but me, I, 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 will, I will do okay. I was just gonna do it, but I'll let you do it now. Go back over here. Let's see. I haven't
1: actually seen them, but I can hear talk about
0: them. So, but in medieval times, Catherine wheels were wheels that you tied people to and tortured them on these wheels. Oh, lovely. Yes. So, um, we've got Sirius dead. So we've got another father figure murdered. Um, Wait, and we wonder... This is basically Regulus, right? Yep. Yeah. Regulus is unexpected disappearance in Harry's life. Um, he's murdered by Bella, who is female warrior. Um... Now, that was interesting,
1: now that I think about it, because it's James who kicked him out.
0: Right. Yeah. So, and that could be part of the reason that Harry's so mad at James. And bringing possibly stuff up. That was an alternate ego of James. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Dumbledore...
1: Or maybe maybe Lily kicked him out, too.
0: ...is uh, happy that he's been reinstated. Oh, maybe, maybe since she was
1: playing the, the, the you know, since James was thinking that Lily was the victim, she started playing the victim card and like drove him out too.
0: Maybe. Mm. Yeah. So, and then here we have Sybil Trelawney, something hidden in the, the department of mysteries. Trelawney has made a prophecy, um, hidden within a fragile ball of glass. Sybil named after the ancient grief, Greek grief. Wow. Greek prophetess, the Sybilis. Um, and then we get Delphi in there. See, I'm going to bring in, uh, Cursed Child again. And the God of Apollo. And the God of Apollo. And Apollo died today. Richard Hatch. There we go. We're going to tie it all in. (laughs) Just just like Dumbledore and Mary. (laughs) Who is the Dark Lord? Voldemort in French. Flight from death. From whose death? Why does he want Harry dead? Hmm. There's the question. Ooh, when we have an author's note on the beginning of Chapter 6. Thanks for the reviews. I like your ta- your comments. This will not be about child abuse. No slash, no squick. No vampires, no aliens. No nothing. Darn it. Um, And we are going to get to Snape and Draco and Riddle. So there you go.
1: Basically sit tight and wait.
0: Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, Salon K, interesting observation about Dudley's parentage. One wonders about his dark curls, because I think if we go and we look at the description of Reggie, we will find out that he had dark curly hair as well, but I don't remember that Uh, for sure.
1: Oh, my God, so maybe James did kill him. Oh, that could be the horrible thing.
0: (laughs) You guys, have oh, read, no. you guys have read the end of the story, right?
1: I did. Yeah, <laughs> but but it still allows for alternate <laughs> interpretation. Oh my goodness!
0: I'm hoping I'm remembering from the last from my first read since I didn't get all the way through my reading tonight no. that I am remembering the end of this correctly. But all right, we'll find out. No, no that, that, Sorry, that's not won. what happened. But,
1: no, but it's just. Oh my goodness! But I it could new possibilities mm-hmm. because. He, he thought that he was, that James thought that Regulus was forcing
0: himself right on Lily, and went mad and killed
1: him. Whereas,
0: so ooh, yeah. there you go. These people are mixing, uh, I, I can't keep them straight oh <laughs> Everyone's I, everyone else. Oh, so here we get Narcissa pleading oh with Snape to promise to fulfill the task if Draco fails. How touching, a mother pleading for her child Nacissa and Bellatrix, are they the same person, the good mother, okay. and the bad mother, <laughs> the non No, no, Bellatrix
1: is James. We figured
0: this out. It's like see. it's
1: like from Coraline, the, the, the other mother. Mm-hmm. I, I could not finish
0: that book. That's just scary. I had to read it for class. No, I don't do scary. Oh. Uh, we have Slughorn introduced, and we're Horace, named after the Greek poet, perhaps? And we have a slughorn, which is a battle horn, the knell of Death. Oh, my goodness. We have Harry, Ron, and Hermione secretly following Draco into Ber- Borgon and Burks. Draco's up to something. Hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, we have uh, more shady characters in Borgen and, and the Dark Lord. If we have Draco marked, and so is Harry. So that, you know, confirms his idea that Draco and Harry are one. Mm. And have a uh, Bible verse mentioned. And it shall be for a sign unto thee upon thine hand, for a memorial between thine eyes.
1: And so. that is a really strange context for me to see this verse in. <laughs> <laughs> what is it Normally supposed to me? It mean? comes right after the Shema, and that's just saying, like, God is God. Everyone, listen to that. And, like, that's the thing. You're supposed to be, you know, you keep it as a sign in your hand. You put it as a memorial between your eyes. And you write it on the doorpost of your house. And you say it when you stand up and you teach it to your children. And it's, yeah, so seeing it used for evil is a little odd. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So Dumbledore. I, I wouldn't have even known to be able to do
1: that. Do what? It wouldn't have even occurred to me to to, because I don't know the Bible well enough to be able to pull that out or even to go looking for such things. I would not know this if it was just in the Bible. It's in the liturgy. Mm -hmm. Like, every every time, like, the Shema is just one sentence, but then there's this paragraph that comes after it, and this is that.
0: Ah, That's really interesting. Sorry, am I being
1: clear at all, or am I being
0: correct? No, no, you're great. It's great. It's just giving us food for thought. So So
1: we have... You know what? You've heard of the No.
0: What?
1: No. Okay, all right. Never mind. i was going to say something relevant. Go no ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so it's, this, it's a little. Okay, so I was talking about you know a sign on your hand and a memorial between your eyes and mm-hmm. write it on the doorpost of your house. So that mm-hmm. so the suza is the little scroll with the shema and the paragraph after it, and you write it on a parchment scroll and you put it in this decorative case and then you nail it to the doorpost of your house. So wow. it's like on the front door and like there's one on my bedroom door and so it's this like integral part of Jewish practice, so it's really weird to see it in a Harry Potter fic.
0: Do you have to carry it with you? No. No, it's it's like a protection, but, right? Yeah, and it it's,
1: apparently the historical origin is, like, the Sumerians had doorpost amulets, mm-hmm. and the Jews were like, we want one of those too! So they went into what they had, and they were like, oh, this would make a cool doorpost amulet. But the Sumerians are gone, and we're still here, so...
0: So there you go. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. All right. We have Snape no longer teaching potions, but Slughorn. Harry mm-hmm. borrows the potion book that belongs. So what I like is we started the first few chapters where it was a paragraph synopsis, and then he kind of broke things down. And now he's mm-hmm. doing a line or two at a time and then breaking it down. So he's, yeah, he's getting so much he's more. getting way too complicated. Yes. And yeah, he's getting more involved in the hallucinations. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is kind of worrisome. Yeah, so when I was reading this the first time, and I thought like Dumbledore was hallucinating about magic not being real. Right. I thought, oh, he's being drawn back mm. in.
0: <laughs> the lucky of the lucky one, the blessed of the blessed, means Felix Felicis. And we, but we still have Snape torturing Harry, or excuse me, tormenting Harry. And uh, but Dumbledore trusts him and believes him to be good, which is going to uh, bother Doctor Dumbledore here in a little bit. <laughs> uh and we still have you know we, we're learning about the riddles and Merope do we say Merope or Moropi?
1: I say Merope I'm not sure that's probably not correct though
0: ah we always like to go with the obscure one so we'll go with Merope we were the first ones well Scott but he got me doing it to call him Lord Voldemort instead of Voldemort so there you go turns <laughs> out sometimes we're right <laughs> We have, and I love this, we've got Ron and Hermione falling for each other and Ginny is kissing Dean Thomas. Where the heck did Dean Thomas come from? We haven't even heard about him. All of a sudden, here's Dean Thomas! Which upsets both Harry and Ron. Hmm. And then we have the clingy uh, lavender brown and Hermione is jealous and yet again we have another flower. There are an awful lot of flowers in Harry Potter. And then I realized it wasn't canon. (laughs)
1: Oh was, was it the bit about Dean's children in, and Harry's children? No, the, the bit about how in Danger vs. Dean Thomas is Regulus Black's son. And so, ah.
0: you
1: know, since Ginny is Billy's analog, that there's a parallel. That was like, wait, 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 that's not canon. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> come now, not canon. <laughs>
0: This is the drawback. When you read as much fan fiction as we do, sometimes it's hard to keep it all straight. I, I know. So we have the red-haired Ginny kissing Dean. So is this the echo of the kiss between Reggie and Lily? And if so, then Harry knows about it. And we got to figure oh, out who. Oh, so I was right. <laughs> Dean Thomas. Who is he? Thomas Tom. Ooh, Tom Riddle. And then we have Lavender Ooh. Brown, who kisses Ron so excessively. And we have more echoes of the kiss between lily and black and yet another. Oh, and I love this. So it's a kiss between lily and black, lavender being another flower and brown being a different kind of black. That one's kind of stretching to still add the brown uh, to black because uh, I yeah. think brown is, is its own color, <laughs> but there we go.
1: How, how does
0: the, how does
1: the lime in DV go? Black to red and red to brown. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and there i like the comment here about how snape is still teaching harry potion mm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: you yeah. <laughs> know he's not actually in class anymore
0: Nope, but it's his book no nope. and dumbledore is wondering what the horcruxes represent horcrux crux horror horrible crux cross crucifixion cruciatus so and a
1: general math.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, we get Hagrid weeping over the dead monstrous spider and Harry on Felix Felicis. Um, so I like this. Poor Hagrid weeping over the death of a monster. The Hagrid character appears to have a capacity to love even the deadliest of creatures. I wonder if that's a characteristic Harry shares. So really. what is Harry hiding? Yeah. Then we find out more about the Horcruxes. When the person commits murder, the soul of the murderer is fractured, and that creates the Horcrux that you can put a fragment of soul in and yeah, all of that stuff. Um, so Dumbledore figures that he is apparently helping Harry open his terrifying memories. But at the cost of his hand, Dumbledore wonders it. why. Why he's losing his hand? At this point, I'm thinking to myself, "Wait till next chapter, buddy. You're not I gonna know. like the end of that." Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then you know the cup, the locket, the diary, of the serpent, mm-hmm. and, and then the significance of Snape
0: and the Half
1: Blood Prince. And
0: that's the significance of <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which is actually at the end of this chapter, not the next one, but um, and you know and then we have them going to the cave and the astronomy tower where uh Dumbledore actually dies and then we have Dumbledore who's having this thing of now wait a minute I trusted Snape I wouldn't be wrong about this what's going on but perhaps I'm getting too close to the secret I'm getting too close so I have to be dis- destroyed
1: he's like he's so confident of himself even with <laughs> the fictional character yeah so he's
0: like canon Dumbledore
1: He's like, ah, oh, yeah, no, even, even the hallucinated version of me can't
0: be wrong. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Lily picking up Harry and them leaving and she leans down to kiss him. And as she does, her necklace kind of comes forward and he sees that there's a chain and attached to the chain is a silver locket that's hidden under her dress. So here's where the silver locket comes to play. He just doesn't know what exactly mm. that means. Nope. And then we move on to week seven, and Harry's hallucinations are getting even more vivid and intense, and we're approaching some sort of crisis, psychological crisis. But perhaps that will also cause resolution, so that could be good. And we have Harry leaving the Dursleys for good, but Dudley expresses gratitude. Aunt Petunia is hesitant. There's something she wants to say, but she can't bring herself to do it. That was so I know. Um, I know. I know. But at least we got it in the in the outtake in the movie. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, Seven what Potters.
1: She, um, she looks at Harry and she it wasn't says... In the it out- it's in the outtake. Yeah, it was in the outtake. They, they, they deleted it. She says, um, you know, I've been asked to leave a house that I've been living in for 20 years. You know, now in the span of, like, one night I'm leaving a house that I've been living in for 20 years. And, you know, mm-hmm. she, he says... Uh, Harry says, you know, if if they think you know anything, they will torture you and kill you. And Petunia says, you think I don't know what they're capable of. You didn't just lose a mother that night in Godship's Hollow. I also lost a sister.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's just like, oh! Yeah. As much as you don't think that Petunia really cared about Lily, she really does. Mm -hmm. And deep down inside. So...
1: Way
0: (laughs) Way deep down. Yes. Then we have the Seven Potters. And... Uh we find out that George loses part of an ear to Snape, and Mad-Eye is killed. And, you know, ah, which one is the real Harry? Which one is the real Lily or the real James? Things are not what they seem. Is Harry, Harry himself the Dark Lord? Oh, my. Their wands are identical. Their wand cores are, so maybe. And then we figure out that, you know, Hedwig might symbolize Harry's soul. If so, what does it mean that she's been killed? And then we have Snape severs George's ear. How odd. Why did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Dumbledore's left Harry a snitch and the Sword of Gryffindor. Harry suspects that the snitch is hiding secrets. Ooh. Uh, dun, Ron, dun, dun. Ron gets the illuminator, which can turn lights on, and Hermione, the book of ancient ruins, written in ancient ruins of Beetle the Bard. Aha! The Snitch! The ultimate goal for the Seeker! A secret hidden inside. There we go. There's perfect symbolism if, right there.
1: <laughs> if he had been a chaser, would he have left him a quaffle?
0: I don't know. Hmm. No, because I don't think you could open a quaffle. No, I don't, I don't know. think he can. You have to take
1: a picture. I of didn't of think he could open a Snitch.
0: A Snitch. That's true. So we have uh Ron Harry's impulsive and emotional doppelganger who may yet be illuminated by Dumbledore. There we go. There must be significant something significant in the book that Hermione gets. We will see. Yeah, you will. And then we have I don't uh, remember that part, but okay. We have Bill and Fleur getting married, with Harry attending the wedding in disguise. Remus is already married. Nymphidora and then Harry, Ron, and Hermione have to flee from the Death Eaters, and they end up in Grimold Place. And he says, A double bridal couple, and yet Harry only talks about one wedding. What happened to the other wedding? It's passed over in remarkable silence. Perhaps the two couples are one and the same. The groom is a werewolf. The bride is a flower, a nymph is harry reflecting on his parents' relationship perhaps umbridge lily's dark shadow has the locket he tells me lily has a locket and i would dearly like to know whose portrait is hidden within within mm-hmm. so would we all mm-hmm. and then we have uh they're able to steal the locket but they can't open it and ron decides to leave harry and hermione so harry's losing a part of himself is But his intellect, Mm -hmm. Hermione's intellect, is is still his ally. I think, now that I think about it, you know, Ron was his more playful sort of
1: childish Mm -hmm. side. And so when whatever happened, that part of him died, so to speak, and sort of carried that that memory with him. And then, you know, what's left is
0: Harry and his intellect. Yes. Yes. He does come back eventually. Yeah, yeah. We have um, the Christmas in Godric's Hollow, and Dumbledore is, you know, thinking about Godric, the the good founder, and everything. And then he's like, "Ooh, Harry's wand gets broken. Oh dear. In that case, I hope I was mistaken about the phallic <laughs> symbolism of the wand!" <laughs> Exclamation points! <laughs> <laughs> Patrificus Totalis. <laughs> is Harry impotent now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boys and girls. Oh my god.
0: Oh, oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> so then we have... No,
1: Speaking of which, mouth mm-hmm. Malfoy's wand is like 15 or 18 inches. It's been handed down for generations in the family, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um... And considering that everybody seems to only have one son, or well, at least one child, I, yeah.
0: Okay. Those poor Malfoys. I know. Uh.
1: But, well, how could be hand it down if the wand chooses it? Well, well just like Neville has his dads.
0: Yeah. It doesn't always and, work. And really sometimes well. they
1: can be convinced to choose a whole family.
0: Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Those wands, you just never know what they're gonna do. No.
1: Okay. Um, I love the bit about
0: your sister. You have, you love the part about what? Double sister. Yes. Yeah, like she's
1: still alive.
0: A <laughs> real one. Yeah, we have lots of different, you know, bits and pieces and we're just going through every little bit. You know, who or what are the hollows? Three blessed ones. Uh, he who must not be named. Ah, I have a doppelganger too. Good. I was beginning to feel left out. <laughs> we have, uh, you know, but thankfully McGonagall doesn't have a doppelganger because there can only be one of her <laughs> in any world, <laughs> so real true. or imagined.
1: But there's the cat.
0: Ooh, yeah, well, we didn't tell oh. him about that.
1: Well, I guess huh? it's not a doppelganger because they're both the same person. It's like a, a half a gang.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Two different looks, same person. There you go. <laughs> and then we have Hermione tra- turning into Bellatrix. And, uh, Dumbledore's like, ooh, how difficult not to get lost in the, F- the Freudian paradise of the womb symbols of the cup in the vault. And I must resist the master's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Bellatrix is hiding the cup. Perhaps her double is hiding the cup as well. But Harry finds it. He has discovered the secret. And what is it that he's discovered, I wonder? Mm. And then we have the final battle. And Fred dies, and he's like, Fred, you can't be serious! You can't kill Fred! (laughs) I don't like him! This makes no sense! (laughs) Lupin and Tonks, well, they represent Lily and James, that's fine! You can't kill Fred! (laughs) Sorry, I'm channeling Cat here. Oh my... We didn't even talk about Dobby. I don't know if I skipped over it or if they skipped over I, it. I don't, I just
1: don't think Dobby covered Dobby. I don't think there are house. No, the creature came up even before, but I don't think we talked about Dobby.
0: So, and then we have Voldemort killing Snape. Aha! Snape's secret. I knew there was one. I knew that my Hogwarts self trusted Snape for some reason. Someone who loved Lily. Reggie? Reggie? Serious? Someone else? How can a murder be committed for the sake of good? And then we have Harry being killed by Voldemort. And Dumbledore's like, Voldemort kills Harry? What? Wait! <laughs> death unlocks the secret. What does this mean? Who's death? And then we have Harry awake in this curious world behind and he's with me and and this curiouser and curiouser. Can you just hear uh Olivander? Curious. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, thank goodness these two aren't in the same room
0: together. Could you imagine?
1: Ollivander and the psychologist. Yeah.
0: Yes. Curious and curious. Yeah. And, you know, Dumbledore explains that Harry's not dead. I'm proud of you, Harry. You had a choice between jumping to another <laughs> imaginary train or meeting Voldemort face to face. And you let the train go. You're ready to return to reality. I believe this. Voldemort is dead. What? Wait a minute. Voldemort's dead? What happened? That's it? Wait a minute. Tell me more. Oh, the end of the story. He is dead. Tom is dead. They killed him. Tom is dead. And Harry collapses into my arms, sobbing and screaming and wild with some unknown grief. And I have no choice to, but to give him a sedative and send him home with his parents. I remain in my office for hours, desperately searching for some kind of understanding. It appears that Harry has finally made a break th- through. Face the hidden truth at last. But what is it? Why do I not see it? All the information I need should be right here in my files. Tom is dead. Tom is dead. They killed him. They, who is they? Who the hell is Tom? Dun, dun, dun. And then we have the supplemental chapter. Is that like the prologue? Not quite. Right. And here we have Dumbledore just rereading his notes and rereading his notes and trying to figure this all out. Tom Riddle. What is this? And he's just having so many questions and nothing's resolved and he just doesn't quite know what to do and he still wants to know why fred died and george didn't george was scarred and all of a sudden something jumps out fred and george No, it's impossible yet it's there the whole time the doppelganger motif the odd doubling that runs through harry's hallucination hallucinations each character has a mirror image a double for now we see through a glass darkly everyone has a doppelganger Fred and George, Padma and Pravati, Remus and the non-existent Romulus. Sirius well, and- then everybody does not? Mm-hmm. Sirius and Regulus? Yeah. James and Lucius? And so two Harrys, twins. Harry is a twin. I think that must be it. But then why is Fred dead? Fred is dead while the wounded George lives. Padma and Pravati separated into two houses. You know, the tale of the three brothers. They killed Tom. Who killed Tom? How did he die? And now he has all these questions and he can't figure it out. And so he needs to. He keeps reading. Lily and James, Lily and James, Lily and James killed Tom, but why? And then a soft voice speaks from the doorway. No, Dr. Dumbledore, Lily and James did not kill Tom. I did. And there in the doorway is a dark-haired man dressed in a black coat. And Dumbledore says, who are you? And he says, my name is Snape. Oh. <laughs> and that's the end of that chapter. And
1: here we go. Now we get answers. Yep. I know. Oh, my goodness.
0: All right. You guys talked for a while. I've been talking for a long time. Okay. That's the best part. So now we find out
1: Snape is real. Snape like, is real. Unlike everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, except for Regulus. Regulus is real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I do love this. I could have kicked myself for my utter... St- are you real then? Obviously, he's real. He's here. Unless I'm hallucinating.
1: <laughs> and and, and he's thinking State's going to pull out a wand. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And he mentions that State smiles and starts trusting him. Mm-hmm. Find out that he really was an old friend Lily. Really.
0: Yes, that was... Until presumably
1: James got jealous. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that that they had had some kind of a thing until before she met James, but mm-hmm. that James didn't want them to see each other. He's controlling. Can we have a psychoanalysis of him? Yeah, that's what we need. Dumbledore's just saying to himself, I'm sitting here feeling sorry for a man who just confessed to murdering a child.
1: So they have to go over why why it had to be done. Should I just jump forward to that
0: one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: Okay, so apparently well, they were, Tom and Harry were twins. They were mm-hmm. conjoined twins. Yep. Joined at the forehead and they had to be separated because they were they were dying while they were together. Mm-hmm. So either could live while well, the other survived. Yep. And no one could, there was no reason to choose one of them to live and the other one not to. Someone had to choose otherwise they would both die. Mm-hmm. And he just of like that choice. Yeah, because and he was the surgeon. Now, mm-hmm. And now they they can talk about Tom Ora And does talk
0: to Nathan. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he truly does love her. He mm-hmm. has loved her. Yeah. I've never heard of conjoined twins being um fused at the forehead. They can be fused anywhere. Most conjoined twins that are yeah. fused at the forehead wouldn't survive very long.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know, I wouldn't survive
1: at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the brains were strangely fused together. It was impossible to separate them in such a way that they could both survive. And
1: so this is the
0: science fiction. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So. Yeah, and you know all these things. Severus, the severer. You know, just. uh And Avada Kodarva, I can never say that. A.K.A. The ancient healing <laughs> spell that turned into a killing curse. The doctor had to kill in order to heal. Just all these things. It fits together really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it and, does. And Except the, for the fact that
1: the twins were a year old when the surgery happened. No, but that was the mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm.
0: And mm. and they would have to be old enough to, I mean, and sometimes you have old. to let them be a little bit older if, for them to actually be able to survive. Okay. Uh, yeah. To have the um, stamina and strength to survive this kind of a surgery.
1: Mm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Harry appeared to heal completely, except for the scar, a reminder of his lost brother. And, you know, I often wondered what it was like for Harry to grow up without his brother. I wondered if his body remembered and somehow that he was no longer whole. I separated them the best I could, but they were so entwined. I could not tell completely. Perhaps some part of Tom still lives within his brother. Mm. And Lily and James vowed never to speak of it again. They don't even mention Tom's name. This
1: mm-hmm. is sad. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. And then a diary. The memory of Tom lives on in a diary, probably Lily's, discovered by a sensitive 11-year-old child containing the story of his unknown twin's death and his own survival. And this traumatized him that he sought refuge in a fantasy world. He must have blamed his present parents for his twin's death, blamed the surgeon, blamed himself for surviving, which is totally normal for a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Snape leaves. But Harry is healing now. He was faced with the pro- truth, broke down completely, and now he's on his way to recovery. Painful as it may be, Lily and James are finally starting to talk to him about Tom. And they've brought out their hidden memories. A baby cup, a teething ring, a christening cap. The cup, the ring, and the diadem. Mm. They came together for their final one of their final visits today. Lily and James had their arms around Harry as they talked. Harry began to make eye contact and acknowledge their presence and admit that they were indeed his parents. And, and then he notices Dudley mm-hmm. and Harry, and how
1: Harry is a spitting image of James, and Dudley has his mother's.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like his mother, sort of. Yeah. And he figures out that, uh, Dudley probably is not James' son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Lily. And I perhaps is still in communication with him. Mm-hmm. And with this, I conclude my notes on the curious case of Harry P. It's truly been the strangest case in my long career. I've grown quite fond of Harry and his wonderful imaginary realm. But it will not do to dwell on cases in the past. I have more patients in the waiting room. I sighed and went back to work. <laughs> Miss McGonigal, I'm ready for the next patient now. Kindly send the Cullens in. <laughs> that one is so good. Too. It is marvelous. A little twilight for us there. You'll have yeah. to come visit me, and oh, I'll take literally. you to the Twilight House. Um, no thanks. <laughs> You have a Twilight House? They film Twilight in my town. They film everything. They film a lot of things here. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Don? Anybody filming in your neck of the woods? Um.
1: Well, they say that they film a lot of movies in Toronto, but I never seem to see them. I think they probably film them downtown.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Because we uh-huh, still have yeah. streetcar tracks. So if they need streetcars for, like, period New York, mm-hmm. they use our street tracks.
0: Oh, well, that's cool. We have streetcars or trains. Well, Mooney, I did enjoy this. I like the way that the author pulls totally. this all together. Yeah. I think that when I read it the first time, I didn't like it until I got to the end. And then I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see this now.
1: Yeah. Reading it for the second time is very different.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could tell that the author put a ton of work into this and just the symbolism, the research that had to go into all of that. And, and like I said, did a really good job of pulling it all together and having it make sense at the end because this was a pretty good departure. Uh, and to pull it together to make it make sense and make it work, kudos. Mm-hmm. So I think
1: this is the only fic that I've read where it's Hogwarts isn't real per se. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I've ever read a. He's still okay. stuck in his cupboard when he wakes up thick. So I think this is the oh, closest I would get to Hogwarts something like all that. A, all a delusion. Right. Because I've read ones that right, are like, right, yeah. total AU and they're all mothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've read a couple of those. Some of those were great. But they often go to a school called Hogwarts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I tend you not to
0: read those. You can't get too far away from Hogwarts. I,
1: I read one that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. So. Well, thank you for talking me into putting this on the list not that you talked too hard you just said read it, I'm but... glad you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and don thank you for joining us because Mooney and i would have been me. uh lonely without you yeah so she almost couldn't you almost had a power outage, didn't
1: you well we had some of the lights flickering because of all the ice ah. and i was like no please don't go off i'm supposed to be doing something tonight
0: you you do like the power know power goes off
1: and our internet goes off. Yeah. Uh
0: about yeah. the puffwok curse, right? Oh dear. We should oh, we should have like told you that before you started. Uh oh. People that podcast for the first time usually have a run of bad luck. So just be prepared. Oh <laughs> <laughs> although, although I will
1: say I don't think knock on I don't have any wood to knock on. Hold on. I haven't had the curse yet. So um. It, it might right just—is it, it bad luck or is it like troublesome stuff? It depends. Because it it depends. Work. I'm I'm spending like the next three weeks preparing to have auditors at work, and then we're gonna have them, and
0: like that's lots of trouble already. We don't need bad luck, with, need the bad luck with the auditors. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, it I think depends, it's depends on the person. person. Like, personal stuff. Yeah.
1: You know, they, you'll get like the proof of the flu. Oh no. Or, like no. a flu.
0: Well, you know, Chad almost like got run over by like,
1: a car oh yeah, yeah well i will walk very carefully tomorrow because we had freezing rain
0: yes please do okay. that i i don't want to get a message tomorrow that you slipped and got hurt that would no. be bad i would feel bad so and and i apologize no, for wait, not that thinking for about right? the ditch what yes she yeah she, she, dropped, yeah, so she almost drove okay. into the ditch yeah I apologize for not okay, yeah. thinking of telling you about the curse until after the end of
1: everything.
0: <laughs> I, I'd heard about it, but I thought it
1: was just that, like, people who podcasted had, had like, this weird stuff happen to them. Like, mm-hmm. they caught Jen's story or something.
0: Yeah, sometimes well, you do. But that, too. You know, I started well, I already podcasting. I almost and-
1: had one of those. I had the letter, which I addressed to someone, and then it came back
0: to me. Ooh, that's oh. exciting.
1: Yeah. because so I address it to the American version of our company. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, our company moved recently, so we set up for mail dire- redirection to our new address. Mm-hmm. And so we put this mail. They're like, "Oh, we recognize the name of this company. They moved recently." Oh, ouch! And then we sent it back to us, and oh.
0: not fun. No. Anyway.
1: So I sent it out again, and this time I wrote I, I wrote America on it, and I wrote California out in full instead of abbreviating it. Right <laughs> United States of America at the bottom instead of USA. <laughs> it's
0: back again. We will have to courier it or something. Oh, that's crazy. All right, Cat. Oh, phew. He's like needing me. Oh, uh, did you find the other cat? I don't know. Mom stopped calling, so I'm assuming. But I need to go over and check. And my okay. toes are half frozen, so I need oh, to. No. Do that. We need to send you like warm socks or something. I have Tardis boots. It's just a matter of getting my feet back into them. Huh. My mom got them for me for podcasting because my feet get so cold here. Oh, but that means taking off my other shoes and putting those on, and yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> quite the process. More trouble than it's worth. It's just I'm gonna just yeah. crawl into my nice warm bed in just a few minutes and watch Tox machina, mm. So that'll be good. Oh. I- I have to go to bed. Yeah, and it's getting late for you guys, so yeah. we should say goodnight. All right. Goodnight. night, y'all. night, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives.
1: Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.